Welcome to Embracing the Suck. I'm Shannon Riley, and today we are joined with my beautiful friend, Lilia van der Kirk. She's a third year fashion student, a yoga master, and one of my favorite surfing buddies. Today we are going to be talking about fashion, FFTs, which means effing first times, and some juicy relationship talk. I hope you enjoy and welcome to my podcast. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm kidding you. Very well, thank you. How are you doing with everything that's been going on? I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Um, it goes through waves. The beginning, I wasn't too bored. Then I got pretty bored mm. and now I'm through my boredness. I still haven't done any work, but I'm doing very well, thank you. And you? Yeah, it's pretty much the same here. I feel like not. you can't really do much during this time. Um, so yeah. I know, and it's so hard with all the work that I still have mm. to do, but I just can't do it. I completely get you. Like When you have all the time, then you kind of are like, it's fine. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Um, exactly. So I was thinking, because you are a fashion professional, that I thought we could talk a little bit about fashion and when did you find this love of fashion and when did you know that you wanted to go into it? Fashion something which I've always loved since I was young. Mm. I never actually really realized how much I loved it until I became older and realized people don't really <laughs> think about it as much as yeah. I do. Um there's not really a specific moment I knew I wanted to do it. I was always very like indecisive. I always wanted to be a bad dancer because that was my passion. And then when I started having to apply for something, obviously, you know, a reality check. Um, and I applied everywhere. And when I saw the fashion school I'm at now, it's just like, yep, this is it. And I never looked back and I've loved it yeah. ever since. So it's not really an exact moment, but I've just always, I've just always loved it. And it's always been a part of me. Mm. Yeah, That's so cool. I find that interesting with what you said about how you wanted to be a ballet dancer. Like becoming a ballet dancer would be almost more difficult because it's such an out there kind of job. But were you not nervous at all to go into fashion? Because that's also quite like a creative job compared to like the normal, you know, being a doctor or being a teacher or being a or whatever. Um, to to me, mm. it would have been way more scary to do a normal job yeah. just because it sounded so scary because I think I would have hated mm. it. Like, this excites me. And although I know what you mean, but I, I don't know, I was just never really scared to go into it because I love it. It's sort of like, I don't know. I was just, I was never really scared. I knew I loved it and I will make it work. And there's definitely a place in the world for, you know, my love for fashion. And even though I'm still not scared, I'm so excited to go into industry. I mean, I'm a bit scared because it's a bit more cutthroat than what I'm like. I'm not really a very hardcore person. So that's probably the only side which does scare me a little bit. But as a whole, not at all. No. That's so cool to hear. Yeah. Sure. Because you are someone that is really like gentle and kind and you have such a soft heart. But how do you manage to kind of take criticism and especially like with something with fashion it's so subjective especially when you have to like at a like a fashion college you kind of have to still please your lecturers how do you manage to like take criticism but still keep your style without having to kind of change who you are to please what the people you are like giving your styles to um does that make sense <laughs> 
No, I totally understand. That's okay. That's luckily something which with criticism, I feel like I've learned a lot through the ballet I used to. When I was young, I couldn't take that okay. all. Like every little thing that the ballet teacher used to say to me, I'd be like, go home crying. And I just didn't understand oh. it. But through that, mm. I've definitely grown stronger. Like now when I do ballet, I just, I don't really care anymore. Like I just take the criticism mm. and realize it's only there to help me. And um, in a creative way through doing school art, you know, like the teacher always wanted something certain. Like, and it was always something I just, didn't want to do it didn't inspire me it's like oh now I have to do this you know or use these colors or whatever and in matric I had a bit of a stance where I was like actually I don't care what my art teacher says I'm just going to do what I want to do and that's something which I've carried through even to my fashion is I just do what I want to do because at the end of the day I want to be proud of it and when I like show my friends and family like look what I did I don't want it to be because you know I got a great mark and like my lectures are proud of me I want it to be because I'm proud of it and I'm like yes. sure I made this dress you know like I want to wear it I want to go out and I want to feel proud and I want to be proud to put my name on it so I don't really listen to much of the criticism if it's something mm. technical which I can improve of course 100% I'll take it but if it's more you know a creative opinion like mm, I think this color or this obviously I would listen to it and you know take it to heart and see what I think but if I don't agree I'm not going to change it because I just have to believe in myself all the way and back myself you know because at the end of the day I think that's the only way you can truly create a brand that's you is if you put all of yourself into it you know so I mean it is hard but I've just reached a point where I just don't really let it affect me anymore and yeah I'm very proud of myself for that yes girl that is awesome (laughs) that is so encouraging to hear because yo, I feel like I'm in a completely different headspace with my degree compared to like you with your degree like I'm complete like in the complete opposite with that like I feel like I've become someone that's like pretty much doing it just to kind of make sure I get the right mark or do what the lecturers want from me. But that is so cool to hear that you I mean, aren't letting anything like, like stop you from being who you are. <laughs> the good thing with that is, I mean, or not with that, but, you know, obviously you want to get yeah. the good marks and that is how you do yeah. it. And it is nice when the teachers are proud of you and say like, this is amazing. They want to put your stuff on display. And I mean, there's only one way to get that, get there. So I kind of did have to make a choice, you know, like, because mm. I could easily follow them. Then I'll get a lot better marks. I'll be in more shows yes. and I'll be on display because that's what they want. But the thing is, mm. they're a bit more wild and out there and that's just not me. And my dad mm. always tells me about Coco Chanel and he always <laughs> says, just remember her. Her stuff was so plain and simple and everyone loved it. It wasn't this weird crazy stuff and that's who she was and she believed in it and she was backing herself all the way and you know there was a time when no one liked her they didn't like her designs and I mean till I mean how many years later everyone knows who Coco Chanel is and she's so famous Mm. even after you know so I just always remember that I mean that's something my dad has definitely taught me is just believe in yourself Mm. and I mean there are hard times and no one else will believe in you but if you just keep at it you know Mm, you'll definitely you'll get through that and people will see who you're all about you know even if they don't like it they'll respect you for it so yes definitely how did your style kind of come about like also in the way that you dress like you could it's it tells so much about you like the clothes that you wear are so lilia like if i'm seeing i'm like yes you always rock those clothes yeah I don't know I think it's just you know it's definitely um always been me I mean I've always since I was a young Mm. child loved pink I mean I used to be so much Mm. pink when I was a child I don't think you understand (laughs) I love pink always like girly things as I got older I loved a a more classy look you know I'd never really wear Mm. 
I don't know, just something which I don't find classy. I'm very inspired by like mm. um, Dior and Chanel and those very classy mm. brands. Um, and those are also the women I look up to, you know, that are, you know, just always well-dressed. They always look put together. That's just yes. something I've always aspired to. And mm. I've never really actually even thought about my style. I just wear what I like. And, you know, if I look back now, obviously I can see there's definitely a very strong, what do you call you know, trail coming through of the same kind of yeah. things. It obviously just has evolved a little bit more as I've grown older. Mm. And, you know, you go through phases in your life where you want to dress a little bit more than other days, you know. Like when I started at um, in first year, I, I felt like the need to like wear something new every day and like wear makeup and like, you know, because, you know, I was meeting so many new people and I felt like, you know, this yeah. is how they meet me for the first time. Whereas now I'm in a very comfortable spot where I know everyone, everyone knows me. So if there's a day where I just want to go to class and like jeans and t-shirt and, you know, no makeup, I don't feel like I'm, they're going to think differently of me because they already know me, you know. So you definitely mm-hmm. go through different stages in your life but at the end of the day I just still wear what I like and I think that is my style yeah no definitely I think I think it's a really cool way of expressing yourself like it's cool how some people express themselves with like their makeup like makeup artists who do like really cool crazy things oh yeah Um, I think fashion and like beauty and stuff it's come a long way from being kind of just like what society wanted women to look like like you know like in the 60s where they had to wear like long skirts kind of thing to now where it's like women can choose to wear whatever they want and like it comes with that really cool freedom of just showing another side of who you are that's like coming from within kind of thing yes definitely and it's so interesting to even look back at all the years before us like the 20s the 30s you know how they used to dress in the 70s and the 80s and how they had such Mm. a specific the way they did their hair, you know, what was fashionable, um, the yeah. makeup and all of those things. And like you said, now we're actually so free to do whatever we want. And there's no, mm. there's not really such a specific trend. I mean, sure, there are things that are trendy this season or whatever. Yeah. But as a whole, I think you can really do what you want. So I think that's awesome. Mm. Yeah. Is there like a specific era that you really liked the fashion in? Oh, personally, I love the flapper era in the 20s. I love the flapper girls. Wow. I just think they were such cool chicks. And I love the way oh. they dressed and those flapper girl dresses and the red lipstick and the hair. And I just love everything about it. I wouldn't necessarily have wanted to live then, but I just love learning about yes. where they lived. I think it's so cool. And when it comes to creating like new designs, do you ever get like a fashion or like a creative block and how do you get out of it? Yes, I definitely do. Um, it's it's very hard for me to design something fully before I start. I'm more something mm. like, you know, as I go along, I'll change things up. Be like, oh, this is nice. Let me add this. Oh, maybe I should do this. Or this is a bit tricky. Let me rather mm. than I'm not in the mood to do that now. So my stuff <laughs> is always changing as I go along. Like the end result is never the way I planned it. Um, but when I do have a creative block, I love to go to fabric stores and just look at some fabric and let the fabric inspire me. Um, that's always a big thing for me is the fabric and how it feels and the colors and all those things because sure you can say okay I want a pink velvet but then you go to the store and you don't find it and then or you don't find that exact pink and then it kind of just throws everything off you know then you want to change your design because of the color and all of those things so I mean it definitely is a thing but sometimes I just go do something else and try and come back to it or sometimes if I have like a huge time pressure issue I'll just do the most basic something and get started and then you know, maybe the next day I'll be feeling better, but at least, you know, I've started with a pattern and then I can change it up as I go along or 
something, but I don't really like the whole time pressure thing. Um, but yeah, it's definitely does happen all the time. So I told you about Brene Brown and her yes. whole like FFT thing. Yes, you did. And you are someone that when I think of like FFTs, you've been, you've done a lot and you kind of just take them on the chin and <laughs> you kind of like keep going. So with even like what you said this morning to me in a voice note, how you you moved into a digs in first year, coming from Franchuk and coming from a really small high school. You moved into a house full of like people you don't know and starting at a new college, kind of like almost living in a new place. How did you cope with that? How how did you get through that? Because I think I would have struggled. <laughs> that's definitely on. an FFT moment, that's for sure. Um, in first year, <laughs> I moved into a race where I didn't know very many people. Um, but I mean, you know, you just kind of start, you know, you're knocking your neighbor's door, be like, hi, you know, you're friendly, you know, and then the next time you kind of wave and then the next time you're like, oh, would you like to come for tea or something? And you're like, oh, are you going out? Like, that, that sounds like so much fun. And then they'll be like, yeah, do you want to come? And I mean, it's scary because you, you don't like know yeah. anything about these people. Like, obviously, you know, they tell you, oh, they're from the school, whatever, like, you know, they're good people, but you, you don't know, you know, it's, you've got no background, um, but you just kind of... Mm embrace it and I think you just have to like I've definitely had something you know the first time I did this you know like when I moved to high school I mean oh my gosh then I was so shy um but each time you know it gets easier and easier then I went on exchange and it was a little bit easier because I've had this experience before you know and then when I went to first year it was a bit easier and there I met quite a few people um and then in second year I moved into the digs with um these people but I only knew two of them really well and the rest I didn't really like I've met them before and stuff you know but we just I wouldn't you know have to say we were very close um but it was it's yeah. very scary at first it was very scary because I just felt like I'm so shy and I didn't fit in and I literally felt like I had nothing to say and it seems I'd known each other for years and I'm just kind of like Mm, you're the girl from the farm you know um but they were all really nice to me and with time you know each week got a little bit easier and a little bit easier until at the end of the year I was so sad to be leaving because these people had literally become my family um so yeah I mean sometimes you just have to take the you know leap of faith because Mm. otherwise maybe I would have still been sitting by myself you know and my year would have never been the same without these people you know definitely I think it's something that everyone's going to have to go through in their life, like kind of moving into a new place and like kind of being in a whole different environment. Like that's the only way you're going to grow is when you put into an uncomfortable situation. Um, So I think that's really, really awesome. So if you had, say, three key advice for someone like like you who was really really shy and they were kind of put into this new situation where they're starting at college and they kind of don't know anyone do you have like maybe three kind of pieces of advice that you would give to someone I think definitely you just have to put yourself out there like don't wait for people to come up to you mm. you have to go up to them um, being a shy person, you also, uh, you know, I'd easily think, oh, but they don't want to be friends or whatever. That's not it at all. They just come from such a big yeah. space that they don't really necessarily need new people in their life. You know, they've got their secure friendship group, which you, that's what you're trying to find, you know, or, you know, so you just have to definitely put yourself out there. Um, I know it's hard when you are shy and there's nothing wrong with being shy. Some days you feel more shy than other days and that's okay. You know, like just let it be. Um, but you just have to try and be as open and just know that you belong there and they definitely do want you there. Um, you also have to make a lot of effort. You know, you can't just be nice one time and think, you know, okay, great. You know, I've done my bit. You have to 
keep at it you know don't just invite someone for coffee mm-hmm. one time and be like okay I've done my bit you know you have to kind of do it again and I mean of course especially for someone like me in the beginning it's quite difficult because you're kind of like oh you know where are they just stay at home now like I really you know but you kind of have to just do it because that's, if that's what you want obviously you know because that's the only way I would say and something else is the third thing I'd say just be yourself you know just be yourself and you will attract the right people and people will love you for who you are you know don't try and change just to fit in to maybe these people the way you maybe see them you know maybe you think they're a certain way and you feel like you should be that way don't do that just be yourself and you will find you know your little place and your group of people and you'll get comfortable with time you know in the new environment were you working were you studying you know after a few weeks you'll find your favorite coffee spot down the road and your favorite lunch spot and (laughs) you'll start finding your new routine I love it I love it I love it I love it (laughs) Lily and I have become surfing buddies that's actually how we met which is really funny um because we met in a really funny (laughs) way so we we became surfing buddies and it is amazing and I love it and I wanted to ask because I also know that you are a yoga fanatic which I think is really cool I wanted to know how because I remember you told me that you started yoga when when, you started yoga when we met hey with like surfing and yoga those sports or activities you do with people and I think we're quite similar in the sense where when we're doing a new thing it can be quite scary when you're doing like you're the first timer but there's people around you that like know how to do the things like the splits in yoga or like a freaking 360 100 on the wave or whatever how did you like not let that stop you from carrying on with these things did you kind of feel that way with these things or Um, I must um, say ballet has taught me so so much about everything in my life it's just something you know when you do ballet you just you never give up you know if you can't do something you don't go home oh you can go home and cry but you get back up you know the next you wake up and you do it again and you just try harder and there's no such thing as I can't like that to me that is just you don't ever give up and there's no such thing as I can't so that's kind of something that's been engraved in my brain pretty strongly um so I stopped LA at the end of grade 11 um and then when I went to university I didn't really want to start ballet again but I was obviously looking for something Mm. to do um and also being in a race you know you don't want to just sit there all the time you want to get out and you know form a bit of routine and that's when I started yoga at this great place in Cape Town that my friend told me about and I went the first time by myself, which was so scary because I didn't know anyone. And I wasn't sure you're going to go there. Everyone's not going to be friends and stuff. But it was so cool because <laughs> everyone goes there and they just do their own thing. No one even looks at you. No one really cares if you're falling your head because there's so many beginners. There's so many advanced. Everyone's just doing their own thing. And everyone's just focused. I mean, it's quite difficult. And everyone wants to, you know, improve themselves. Mm-hmm. So they don't really have time to be looking at you and judging you. And I just loved the first class so much that I just couldn't wait to go to the second class. And I mean, luckily, as I said, from the ballet, obviously, I didn't completely suck the first time because I could do a few of those things. Um, and then, yes. well, surfing, okay, at least I could do the foamies, as you know, all that stuff, where I'm at. We <laughs> used to have a, a house in Jeffrey's Bay where I took quite a few lessons and I used to play around with my dad. So I kind of oh. at least could do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I look at those experts and I wish I was like one of them. But then I'm like, well, how did they get there? They just worked hard. So I just want to keep working hard until I get yes. there. Um, but obviously, I do feel very self-conscious sometimes, especially if it's people that you know. I'm like, oh, oh no, I know. But you just, you can't, you can't show your. <laughs> oh, I feel, I feel you. I feel you. 
<laughs> oh, that is so funny. <laughs> but that is really cool. It sounds like ballet really was a big part of your life. Oh, um, such a big part. Tell me a bit more about that. How did it come about? Like, with you starting um, ballet? Well, when I was young, 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 I did ballet as everyone else did. I just mm-hmm. never really stopped, you know. I kind yeah. of kept on going. And wow. I had one teacher who she was very strict, but she was great. And I feel like she inst- like installed those very strong things within me when I uh, was with, with her. And I, was, I danced with her until I was probably about 12. And then since then, I've mm. moved to quite a few different ballet studios just because I moved from Gauteng to the Western Cape. Um, but I mean, I learned something from each one, but I definitely think that I still remember her name so well. Her name was Lauren. And I definitely think she installed all those, you know, very strong, prominent things within me. And then at my next ballet school, um, oh, we did a huge production. And that's where I kind of got, you know, on stage. It was huge. And I just loved being on stage. We rehearsed so hard. And I mean, something that's also been a big thing for me is your ballet friends. They're kind of friends like no other friends you have because after school you go to ballet and you're with them until late at night till eight o'clock, you know, when the teacher's shouting at you, you know, you're always together, you know, because that's also been something which has been really amazing. Um, and yeah, it's just something I've really loved. But towards the end, I must say, I did feel as my ballet teachers that I had towards the end did kill it for me a little bit. Um, mm. Which, I mean, obviously, it's not their fault. I needed to be strong with it myself, you know, but that is why I did stop. But I have started um, open ballet classes, UCT again, which is really great for me. Oh, wow. um, yeah, so it's fun to just do it as as a hobby, you know. I'm not doing exams oh. or anything to get anywhere, but yeah. I'm just doing it for myself, and I've really been loving it. I was so stiff after the first class, but the muscle memory <laughs> is luckily still there, which is awesome. I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. I wanted to ask about that, because especially with something like ballet and it becoming like your whole life, in what way were you kind of being challenged with it, like with what you said towards the end, that was kind of the reason why you stopped? Was it because they were... Like, were they pushing you too hard? Actually, the complete um, opposite. Um, It was very old ballet teacher, and I just didn't feel the passion. Like, I felt like she didn't care. The classes were just so boring. Like, we just did the same thing. And, like, for the exam, when she had to show us something, she just showed us, like, a video of a young girl doing it. You know, she didn't really, like, help us. And she just kind of, you know, it just didn't have any passion and excitement. And that's where it kind of killed it Mm. a bit. Because I was just looking at that clock, and that was, like, the longest two hours in my day, like, kind of just end like it was so boring and mm. we were small class towards the end we were like three people and it, it was just you know True. yeah I don't know I just didn't really like it anymore um, but definitely not because she pushed me too hard <laughs> with ballet did you ever put too much pressure on yourself be like I, I need to be the best did you ever have like your parents kind of pushing you my parents <laughs> never pushed me they always encouraged me and they were so proud of okay. me they were really the best um, oh, that's really and good. For me, obviously, I'd put a lot of pressure on myself, but I wouldn't say too much ever. Yeah. Just, you know, enough yeah. to, I mean, it's something, obviously, you want to keep getting better, and there's only one way to do it. You know, it's not going to help you sit in your bed and you're lazy. You have to get up and keep doing it. But the thing is, you want to be better and you want to, you know, do that triple, do that thing. So that's why you have this motivation to get up mm-hmm. and do it again and again. And I mean, it's not, it doesn't even feel like pressure. It was more like motivation, really. Um, but I mean there are some days where it yeah. sucks when you just can't do or you just feel like you're not good enough you know how it goes each day is different <laughs> exactly and um, was there ever competition between the other like the other goals did you ever find that you would compare yourself to the other oh, goals yes, or the other course. goals would compare themselves <laughs> who doesn't really I mean, <laughs> especially I'm a ballet teacher you have a big sure. reputation for having favorites and you know 
always really? like you know You're the ones know that. you know they'll have their favorite and the favorite always you know okay can so and so please mm. show the class how it's done you know and then obviously it sucks when you in oh. the back or if that's the one time she maybe picks you you just feel so like oh my gosh i'm doing it right you know that's so yeah. interesting yeah i think that's really cool that you're kind of finding that love for it again now by going to like the uct open classes that is really yeah, cool really been enjoying that's them so, so awesome. i can't wait for many more <laughs> The last topic that I thought we could talk about was you are yes, in a relationship with James and <laughs> I've yet to meet him, but I hope after when all this is done and he is back in Cape Town that we could all go for a yes, circle or something like that awesome. sometime. I think that would be super cool. So I wanted to just, even though you've told me, I just really love the story of how you guys met and got together and you guys have been dating now for almost a year, year. That is and so cool. wow and it's your first it's relationship my first proper relationship yes <laughs> yes um yeah we actually <laughs> met on valentine's day last year <laughs> and how did you guys meet again at a yes, big party it was, so it was on valentine's day when i was with these group of people i was living with and i barely knew them you know and they're like no we're gonna go out tonight you know yes. it's valentine's day whatever so we went to these pre's at their friends digs and two of my friends actually that i think they had a too much to drink and they got in a little bit of a fight but it was nothing serious but I just felt very awkward because I didn't know them well enough yeah. like, I didn't really feel like it was my place you know to go solve this issue so just, I just went yeah. just like you know stand with <laughs> this group of guys and then this one guy was just chatting to me and like shame he was really sweet this is James now and um we, we then you know we went our ways and we went out and I saw him out and, yeah Facebook request the next day and you know that's how it goes <laughs> Oi, oi. <laughs> did you send a Facebook no, he request did. or did he? No. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> this is also something I wanted to tell you because I don't think yeah. I've told you this yet. But I think also with it being your first relationship, I just have to say, I'm so grateful that you are not one of those girlfriends that kind of just like completely get like lost in the relationship uh-huh. and kind of forget about everyone else. And are kind of like, no, I don't want to do anything without my boyfriend. Or like, no, I don't want to do anything but see my boyfriend kind of thing. You know? Because that's normally no, like what happens I, I know. when girls like in. That was a very yeah. big thing for me as well. Like before I even was dating anyone else. It's just something I've always felt very strongly yes. about. I mean, I've worked very hard to have the friends I have and the life I have and the things I do. And mm-hmm. I mean, sure, I love it when he does join me and stuff. But I mean, I'm not just going to. Yeah. leave all of that for anyone no matter how much I love him you know he's still gonna be there it's not gonna change anything and he respects that a lot and he's the same which is so great for me is that's good I feel like we've got a very good balance he's got a very rich life so do I we're both very happy in it but we still share life as a whole if you know mm-hmm. what I mean I don't know if that makes sense um, yeah, but yeah definitely so that's, no 100% that's a very big thing for me um and yeah I expressed this to him very early on and I love that he completely respects that and understands that which is really great i love that it's i think that's so important and i think that's why you guys are just going from strength to strength because i think you had these kind of conversations like early on and i I think it's yeah i think that's actually like one of the most important things is like not losing yourself in a relationship and still being like your own person in it i think that is really cool and besides that kind of core value are there any other major core values that are in your guys' relationship that you guys have established as your foundation? Sure. Um, I think we both just kind of see many things in the same way. Um, We both 
yeah obviously respect each other for this and we just respect each other so much in what we mm. do and you know he'll encourage me so like he's actually the reason I started ballet again because he encouraged me so much because I always wow. used to tell him about you know how I used to dance when I was younger and he said to me like I can literally see like you light up when you speak about it. like you should just go and after even out of the lockdown he's like maybe you should just practice something at home and he's like I could literally see after your first class yes. and I phoned him he was like I can just see you love it you know so he'll encourage me in that and I mean for example if he wants to play go, go play golf or something with the boys like I'm like great have a good day you know even though I know he's on the course all day and yes um we just you know I think really <laughs> are there for each other and back each other and um, yeah what other core values I don't know I think we just have very um <laughs> similar outlooks on the way we see things you know he's definitely made me so much more confident in myself because he's just actually helped yes. me love myself so much more because he embraces me so much Aww. and when I'm weird or being strange he's like oh my gosh I love it you know he doesn't make me you know where if I'm around other people I think oh my gosh I'm a bit strange or whatever whereas he would never make me feel the way he'd instead he'd embrace me for it and yeah I think you find the right person you know <laughs> definitely and it's also interesting because you guys are quite opposite hey. in my opinion <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely more social than me and, and I'm definitely so cool. not, not as social mm. and we have different interests I mean he's very into sport because I'm obviously more into passion and that side but I think yeah. it's actually a good thing because we can kind of bounce ideas mm. off of each other you know and because we're so different it's never I don't know there's never like any competition or something you just kind of accept and love the person for who they are and like get excited with them even though I don't know what the hell is going on in golf but I mean it's great I love that <laughs> have you ever gone and played golf with him no I haven't I actually had the opportunity to, okay. go, to um, go walk the course with them but I decided against it <laughs> oh man because you could get some like really cute like pink gloves and like no also I think with like first relationships I think they can also be quite challenging in many ways because this is also an FFT for you as well oh, that's for sure um, with navigating it and it's all new so that surely must kind of bring up challenges and stuff have there been any challenges or hardships that you guys have gone through and how did you guys uh, get through them oh I mean of course there has I mean who hasn't but I think <laughs> I've definitely grown so much as a person and learned so much since in this past year of being with him and it's just been really yeah. great as well because I think he has already kind of had that maturity within relationships and what he wanted um, which made it a lot easier sure. for me because he kind of had the lead and kind of knew a bit more than me you know so when I was lost you know he'd always be there mm. to kind of be like well you know um and I think <laughs> the one thing is you know when we are maybe you know feeling a bit upset about something or whatever you know we'll bring it up and we'll mm. speak about it and we'll make a plan and see how we can both be happy and move on you know we're not gonna fight about it and get angry and threaten or yeah. anything like that you know we just see how we can move forward together and Obviously, we hate making each other sad, but it does happen. You know, sometimes you just see things differently yeah, and you exactly. don't realize what a big deal it is to the other person or <clears throat> something like that. And then you just kind of have mm. to raise it. But it's also, I mean, for me, especially it's difficult to know when's a big enough deal to really raise it and, you know, cause the issue, you know, because yes. you obviously don't want to be upset about every little thing, you know. So you have to decide, you know, pick your battles in life, you know. I think that's why you guys are really strong because I think communication, that's like the foundation for any kind of relationship. That is very like you've got to be able to go to the person because... and 
Yeah. I mean, no matter how compatible you are, they can't read your mind. They can't just know. Exactly. I mean, if I may be sitting at home feeling upset, he can't just sniff it out, you know, like he can't even see me. How is he supposed exactly. to know? Shane, if you're not feeling well, let me give <laughs> exactly. a call. You know, you have to tell him. Mm. That is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the last thing we're going to do is yes. to kind of close off the first podcast ever with you, Hi, which was so awesome. <laughs> And it was so special. Thank you so much. It was so nice chatting to you. Thank you. I'm going to ask you a few lightning questions. All right. So number one is, what is your favorite childhood memory? That would definitely have to be, there was this one week, I was in grade two and my brother was, he's three years younger than me, so he's probably like the grade naught or whatever. And we were just sitting at the dinner table and we were speaking about Cape Town because at the time I lived in Gauteng and my parents had realized we'd never been there. And my dad was like, oh my gosh, that's like, you know, that's not like we have to go. And right then, then he decided we'll go the following week. And my parents went and they told our teachers, like, we're taking the week off. We flew down to Cape Town and we just did everything. Like we went up Table Mountain, we went to the Biscamore and we just did wow. everything Cape Town has to offer. And it was just the greatest thing ever because my parents just took us out of school and decided we're going on holiday. And it was just the best holiday I'd ever had. That is so cool. Oh, my word. Please, can your parents adopt me? <laughs> I love that. What was your most embarrassing moment? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. I've had many. The first one I would have to come to mind is definitely, I think I was about 12 years old and we were at our beach house. We were on the beach. It was in December, such a busy day. And it was just such an awkward time, you know, in my life. You know, 12 years old, you're like very insecure. Yes. <laughs> and I just got a new bikini and I was in love with this bikini. But it had like little ties on each side on the pants. And as I came out running to my pants, the one tie came undone. And I had never been so embarrassed no. in my whole life. Looking back at it now, it's not that big of a deal. But at the time, I was, I didn't know where to look or what to do. That is every 12-year-old girl's worst nightmare. So embarrassing. <laughs> okay. And what do you love most about yourself? Um, I love how independent I am and that it's so important mm. to me. I've worked very hard at it and I just really want to be strong within myself and as a person and not really... I mean, of course, I always lean on my friends and family and it's so great to have them there. Mm. But I don't ever want to have to be dependent on them, you know, and not be able to live without them, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, that's very important that. to me. And I, I also love oh. that I'm just, I feel like I'm very different to most people. I've got my own style, mm. my own quirks, and I used to hate that, yes. but I've learned to love them. So, Yes, girl. Okay, and if you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume that you had done? Oh, probably something that's not that bad. Um, I don't really do any <laughs> bad things. It would probably be like maybe like parking somewhere where I really wasn't allowed to or something that was not a big deal at all. And the last question of the day is, yes. if you could do anything and know you wouldn't fail, what would you do? I would probably start my own brand. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think that you definitely could do it like 100% if there was oh, anyone who could pull off starting their own brand it would be you hands down I back you oh thank <laughs> you so much I appreciate that a lot of course I back you all the way well thank you so much for being on this and oh, thank you so much for having you. me it was so great <laughs> that was my beautiful friend Lilia van der Kirk 
Thank you guys so much for listening and stay safe and stay tuned for a new podcast every Wednesday. I'm Shannon Riley and this is Embracing the Suck.